All right, we're live. Welcome to another edition of Elevate Your Grind brought to you by the Cannabis Lab. I am your host, Todd Rosales. And again, Zuckerberg has it out for us for some reason. The connection between Zoom and Facebook Live sucks. It happens to us three, four episodes so far. We're going to have to look into some new technology. But then I'm going to have to mute myself because I can hear myself on the video recording. So thank you all for, for hanging in there with us. Robert's going to drop this into the Facebook group, so everyone's going to be able to check it out. But if, you're, if you see it on Facebook, you want to check it out on a different platform, go to youtube.com slash elevateyourgrind. We're going to be live there. That's also where you're going to be able to find all of our episodes. And eventually, if you miss this episode in two weeks, it'll be on our YouTube page as well. Um, we've got some great episodes coming up. Next week, we've got Steve D'Angelo. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, beyond that, we've got a few people from New Jersey talking about the legalization effort up there and some other great guests. I'll get a list to you guys sooner than later. Join us on October 22nd. I'm going to be hosting our Infused Beverages panel. It's a panel I did for the Emerge Cannabis Conference. I'm really excited to get the band back together and do that one again. Um, but I'm really excited for today's guest, right? So for the longest time, you guys have heard me bitch and moan about the Florida market and the fact that we only have 14 operating cannabis companies. There are 22 licenses and 14 operating companies, which put a huge delta with a bunch of people at licenses, but didn't do anything with them. So finally, somebody got off their hindquarters, they got rid of the license, and they gave it to somebody who we're very, very excited to have down here in Florida. If Listen, we have our own ecosystem down here in Florida. It is purely a medical market. I think we've got like over 400,000 patients, but we're a medical market for sure, right? There are markets that are much more mature than ours. There are some really great things out there. And I knew that I was really excited about seeing this company when I randomly saw them on Instagram. Now, this is not a weed account or cannabis account or anything else that I follow. I'm a huge fan of stand-up comedy. And I was on Sebastian Maniscalco's Instagram. And here it is with Sebastian talking about the pandemic. And he goes, you know what's not recession-proof? Pot. Now, what Sebastian was showing was a line around the corner for a dispensary in L.A. Now, I don't know which location it is, but maybe our guest does. And it was a cookies dispensary. So if you can't figure it out by now, my guest today is the president of Cookies Retail, Daniel Fertel. So please join me and give him a very, very warm Florida welcome because we are excited to have him. Daniel, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So I saw, so nobody else could see you, but I could see you because, you know, we're doing this interview here. I saw you smile when I mentioned Sebastian's Instagram. Did you happen to see that video as well too? I did. I had, I had a family friend from New Jersey that is not in the pot industry send me that. Um, and, and that's how I found out about it. But we circulated that around the company. It was pretty funny. Um, I think he was making a comment about a, another retailer going out of biz, but not, not, uh, not the cannabis company. So that was our Melrose store uh, in LA, um, kind of on the border of West Hollywood. Yeah, that, that, the, the numbers that store does are incredible. I just read the Forbes article with Burner, and he said that store can do up to $450,000 in a day. Yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's the number one dispensary in the world. I mean, I know it's a bold statement, but um, it's, it's right up there with it. That, those are insane numbers, man. I mean, there aren't too many other businesses that are doing half a million dollars a day in a single location, um, at least not the ones, you know, outside of Beverly Hills. So congratulations to you on that. I want to talk a little bit about cookies coming to Florida, but I really want to learn more about you, right? You are 
are fronting this effort. You're the one who you just told me you're in a hotel room, you're on the road, you're, you're working for cookies here. But if I looked at, so I looked at your history on LinkedIn and you know, you don't have a ton of articles and everything else out there, but you started as a music promoter and then got into real estate and now you're in cannabis. So tell us a little bit about the journey. You know, I want to talk about the music promotion because I feel like that comes full circle here, but how do you go from being, you know, one of the biggest people in real estate in California into the cannabis industry? Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I had a passion for music super early on. So when I was in college, I started, um, a concert promotion, uh, company at university of Oregon. Um, so I, I threw about 30 shows through college and then first year after college. And I was doing a lot of underground hip hop shows and, um, quickly learned that was a very hard, hard business. Um, although I was passionate about it, it was a very, a very, um, a very hard business, a lot of starving artists and difficult to make money. And so I, I quickly got into um, commercial real estate brokerage um, when I was 23. And I spent the next 16 years um, of my career doing that. Um, and I've, I've always been a huge cannabis fan. I mean, anyone that knows me, it's always been a huge part of my life um, since very early on. And so, you know, I've, I've had my eyes on the cannabis industry just from afar, um, but really kind of fell into it. And, and um, about, I'd say two years ago, um, I started seeing what a lot of these companies were doing. And I noticed a void of my skill set um, in, in the cannabis industry, which ultimately was something I was super passionate about. So I was able to mix commercial real estate and retail, which I love, and cannabis, which I love. And, um, and I started an advisory firm that service the cannabis industry that focused on green zone properties and helping brands expand into different states and to sell licenses. Um, and I was working with a lot of, a lot of public MSOs. And then through that, um, I had some people from my past um, sort of surface um, that were getting heavily invested in cookies and um, offered me the opportunity to assist on the national retail rollout for cookies. And I pretty much said, that's my dream job. And I said, yes, on the spot. And 21, 21 months later, we're, um, you know, we're humming, you know, we're, we're in 15 states with our products and we're under development in about 10 different states with our stores, um, four different countries. So it's been a, it's been a pretty, pretty magical ride. Dude, that, that's an incredible story. And the fact that you're able to, to chase your passion and bring it all full circle. And especially like you said, for a company like Cookies, it is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, down here in Florida, some people may not be familiar with Cookies, but there are growers down here that have sought your genetics. They're, I mean, it, it, they're legendary, right? It's, it's some of the most famous strains that we see, and they're not the OG strains. A lot of them you guys kind of came up with yourself, right? Um, I was going to say was there's when we first had the cannabis 1.0, right? There's a lot of multi-state operators that came out. They, they spent a lot of money and they're gone for market share. And some of them are not making it. I always thought that there was going to be the second crop of operators that were going to stay in their lane, focus on what they do well in the markets in which they do it. Well, clearly looking at, you know, the stores that you guys have, your flagship stores, burner said can do between a hundred and 200,000 a day. Melrose does 450,000 a day. I mean, clearly you guys did something right in those markets and then decided to expand outward that that was the actual business model of the MSOs of the future, right? And not only are you guys a multi-state operator now, but you know, I don't want to tell people where you are right now, but you guys are also going international now as well. And, and you know, wherever you are now and, and 
and you're also opening up a, a retail location in Spain or, or multiple, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So we, um, we opened up a lifestyle store, um, because cookies is a, is a clothing brand as well. It's a, a separate entity, um, not made out of hemp. It's just a, it's a streetwear brand, um, that's resonated really strongly. Um, so we're in about 850 different retailers, um, across the globe, mostly in the U S and we've got five branded, um, retail lifestyle stores, the last of which we opened in Barcelona um, during the, the COVID pandemic. And then a few months after, about almost two months ago now, we um, got behind a um, on-site consumption lounge, a private uh, establishment in Barcelona. Um, and so that's branded cookies. And so we're the, the first brand, first American brand to do that in Spain, which has a pretty thriving cannabis scene it's almost kind of taken the the reins from from amsterdam as as like the mecca for cannabis in europe and they've got i think about 300 um social clubs private social on-site consumption lounges in barcelona um so we were super excited it was a, a big brand move for us and um something that you know our founders are super passionate about going to spanibus um year after year and um you know feel super fortunate to be able to bring the brand over there Dude, the expansion plans are crazy because not only are you guys opening in state after state, but you're going after some of the biggest markets as well, too. You know, before Florida, there was a recent announcement of the partnership with GTI for a cookies dedicated dispensary right in the heart of Las Vegas. I mean, you guys have to be really excited. I'm excited about that. I'm not even part of the company. I'm just excited for it to be there when I go. So I can only imagine having a brand like that you know, with the reputation behind it, partnering with GTI, who is a great company as well, right in the heart of Las Vegas. That's got to be really exciting. Yeah, we're, we're very excited about the Vegas market. We've got a really special store design that we're bringing there that we're super excited about um, and obviously have, have great partners um, in essence in GTI there. And I think it says a lot about our brand that they would dedicate a store to us. So we're super appreciative and fortunate for that. And um, yeah, we, we've got a bit of a different model. I mean, I think you, you touched on a, a pretty interesting point of cannabis 1.0 and cannabis 2.0. We talk about that quite a bit. Um, a lot of companies built these, these massive cannabis companies and really didn't have brands. And so we, you know, our people that were behind us saw that over the last however many years and decided to do it a little bit in reverse and to take a very authentic brand and then build an MSO out of that brand. And so that's, that's what we did. We, we took, and, and cookies wasn't an overnight success story. I mean, these are, this has been building for a decade plus, um, you know, with, yeah. with building the strains and literally teenagers in garages growing these things, coming up with Girl Scout cookies, coming up with a lot of these, these strains that, that sort of became famous around the globe and, and really elevating that into a wholesale product brand in California and a, a clothing lifestyle brand. And obviously everything that Burner does in the music industry, it, it all kind of fits together. And we were able to get a lot of um, authentic, organic marketing from people that just like our products. It's, it's, a, it's even just fun to say. And we've got good products and we've got a lot of very um, influential fan base and customers that, you know, promote our products. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool to see. I, I can only imagine how cool it is to be a part of that, man. Like, it, I think it's a dream that a lot of people focus on. Um, and, you know, I, I remember, I want to say three or four years ago, I was in San Francisco and a friend of mine is like, 
oh, you got to go out to this dispensary because they've got cookie strains. Like, and I remember wanting to go and not a lot of people that I knew were aware of cookies at that point. Right. And of course I'm an East coast guy. So not, not in LA don't really know the scene there, but then all of a sudden I fast forward. And even down here in Florida, when you guys made the announcement, the state was in a frenzy, right? So to go from three or four years ago from my guy out in California who knew the market telling me where to go to pick it up to now random people in Florida when we only have 400,000 plus registered patients, it's an incredible journey. But I want to talk about now the focus on Florida, right? Florida is a huge market. You only have 14, 15, 16 competitors at this point, but you are a very big name and brand recognition. However, traditionally, the outside world views you as a recreational product. Now, we don't need to get into the details of Florida, let's be honest. It's more of a medical rec market. But what is the, the assumptive, the, the strategy that you guys are going to have coming into a state like Florida that is completely vertically integrated and is a medical market? Well, um, you know, we plan on, on coming down there. We, we've got a number of brands underneath our umbrella, and, and some of these brands are the, the strongest brands or some of the strongest brands in California. Um, and so we've got about a, 10 different brands that we're bringing down that are in our house of brands. And um, we've got a, a few extra special little secrets that I can't reveal that we'll also be bringing down to Florida with us. So we plan on, on really stacking our shelves with, um, you know, the experience that you get in California and why people come from all over the world and shop at our stores. And you see the lines in Melrose and, and you get that hysteria. And so we want to bring that to Florida. Um, it's really no different, you know, people, medical patients that, um, you know, want high quality product to solve certain ailments or help with certain ailments or the recreational um, customer that just wants high quality product. They're, they're both just looking for high quality, clean product. And, you, you know, they've got different goals, but you're still, you're still bringing the same thing and they still have the same needs and wants. And, you know, yeah, we have a, a kind of a fun spin and we like to have fun with it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's people, people want quality product, no matter if it's cannabis or clothing or food. Um, and that's, that's what we plan on bringing down to Florida. And it is definitely the biggest move so far for our brand um, monetarily. And so we are um, all hands on deck um, with a lot of exciting things planned. That's very cool, man. And, you know, listen, I know from the outside world and I've seen the articles and everything else, there's a lot of focus on South Beach, on Collins Avenue that you guys are looking for those locations. If I can be selfish for a second, don't sleep on Palm Beach County, man. This is up where I live. We want to see we want to see some cookies up here. I am very excited for you to come down or to come into this market. I don't want to have to drive to South Beach to go see it. So just if I can be selfish for a second, let, let's look at Palm Beach County for a location. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think, I think that got a lot of, you know, I think Bernard was quoted in his article. So a lot of people are thinking we're hyper-focused on Miami and which we are, you know, Miami beach is a, is a dream. Um, but we we're planning to sprinkle these stores all across Florida and we've got um, a pretty aggressive expansion plan um, that we've, we've really been planning this for the last year. Um, it was very difficult to put this deal together. Um, you know, you had uh, all kinds of crazy constitute, you know, Supreme court cases in Florida you know, and we slice and dice this so many different ways and then COVID hit and it was just a lot of, a lot of things happening. And, and so um, it took a lot to bring this together with a lot of hard work from a lot of individuals. And so we um, uh, we're excited and, and we will be sprinkling these things strategically across the state. So um, have, have no worries. 
Absolutely, man. Well, you know, I'll be hitting you up on the background like, hey, can I get an invite to the grand opening? <laughs> Absolutely. But I want to talk more about, you know, how you guys expand, right? Because in the cannabis business, it's not as easy as any other retail business or any business for that matter to expand to another state where it's just send the supplies, send everything else, you know, send a few people to train. You know, you guys are essentially building another business from the ground up here. You're going to have to build cultivation facilities, retail facilities, and everything else like that. Now, I'm still getting my, my foot wet in the cultivation process and everything else. But as I understand, it actually takes a lot of time to dial in your strains and your plants and everything in the greenhouses and get all the logistics down and everything else. You know, what kind of processes do you guys have in place? I'm sure because you've expanded from state to state to state. When you are expanding into a new uh, market to keep the consistencies and the reputation that you have at those California locations to make sure like if I go to cookies in Vegas or Florida or California, I know it's not going to be the exact same experience, but a similar experience that's kind of homogenous across the whole company. Yeah. I mean, you nailed it. It's, it's one of the hardest things to do, um, period. You know, it's, it is a plant, you know, so you can't, there's different environments and different things going on. So it's, it's really impossible to recreate it exactly the same. And it, it is always a struggle. You have to, you know, you have to pick the right partners to produce the products and, and really help, help those partners, um, with, with the quality and, and constantly be, um, be looking over the shoulder to make sure the quality's there, um, and, and be good partners with them to help, help them do that and help them succeed. Um, and it's, it's difficult. It's probably one of the more difficult things in our business. Um, you know, with Florida, it, it's actually super exciting for us because we get to control the entire vertical, um, in a lot of other States, you know, we'll, we'll license our genetics and RIP and we'll bring products to market that way. Um, and we'll pick, we'll pick the top tier growers in those markets to produce for us. But Florida is going to give us an opportunity to really um, shine as a brand and, and do everything from the ground up from the distribution, the retail experience, the cultivation, the extraction. Um, so we're, we're, we're building a bit of a, of a cannabis dream team right now um, and, and bringing them all down to Florida to execute um, on all the different product lines that we have. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, you know what? Like, I think, and I could be wrong, I think vertical integration for you guys down here is really going to show your best products, right? I think with you guys controlling the entire supply chain, you know, listen, every week we hate on vertical integration here in Florida just because we think it limits the growth of the market. But at the end of the day, most successful companies evolve to be vertically integrated so they can control every part of the supply chain. Now, outsourcing everything else like that. So I'm really excited to see what you guys can do taking it all the way from seed to sale with the amazing genetics that you have, the retail experience that you have and everything else. I imagine, and, and I don't know the legalities of bringing things across state lines, but one of the first strains that you guys are going to have here is that Collins Avenue strain that I've seen on the website. Oh yeah. We're super excited about that. Um, you know, and our partner, Rick Ross, obviously being from Florida, um, you know, he's obviously very excited and we can't wait. Um, but we, yeah, we've got about 160 different, genetics that um, we have in the library and we're always constantly evolving and bringing more to the table. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to, we're going to bring them all down there. Dude, we're, I can tell you, we're all super excited to have you down here. I mean, we have some great growers and great products down here, but to have someone for us, this is the first time that there is an outside company coming into the state and joining our market. And I'm really excited to see what happens. Um, 
you know, when you guys were looking at the Florida market, was there a lot of R and D you did on the companies that were already here? Was there a lot of due diligence going on to make sure that this market was ready for you? Yes. I mean, we, we definitely look, we more, we did a deep dive on the market in general. Um, we did look at the competition down there and the other people that were operating in the state. Um, but we're, we're pretty focused on, on what, on what we're doing. And so we, we're confident. I mean, we know, we know the numbers are there. We know people like to buy cannabis in every single state and, you know, with 400,000 plus patients, um, the market is there. And so we saw it as an opportunity to, um, you know, bring something different and exciting. And, um, you know, whenever we're posting of, Hey, where should we open next? I mean, we get flooded with, with Florida. And so, it was a pretty easy decision to enter the Florida market. It was more so just really difficult to put the whole deal together. And, and like I said, with everything that happened this past year, you know, closing a, a transaction like that was, was really tough. And so um, we're just excited to, to come down there and um, yeah, we, we can't wait. Oh, I'm sure, man. And you know, the, the crazy thing is all the success that you guys are seeing a month a global pandemic, right? I mean, let's, let's not hide the fact that we're still seven months into this thing. You guys have shown some great look. I mean, the, the, the Vegas location, the Harvard square location, Florida as a state. I mean, these are all landmark locations that you guys are dominating. Um, you know, how has this pandemic, although cannabis has been deemed essential and, you know, I know medical went first and I think rec is you guys, obviously from Sebastian's Instagram, we can tell that, recreational is essential as well. How has the pandemic affected your business? I'm sure from a retail standpoint, it's, it's good because people need their, their medicine, they need their product. But from an expansion standpoint, has that hindered the growth of cookies um, just from A, either not being able to travel or just people not moving as fast because of the pandemic? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think cannabis sales in general, no matter who you are, have, have seen a rise during the pandemic. Um, and we're, we're the same. I mean, we, we have seen increased sales, you know, luckily we, we had a big enough pipeline. I mean, I, I, my team and myself, we, I cut off travel for five months and I was, I was on the road the first two months of the year, almost, I mean, almost every day, I think I slept in my bed about five days the first until the pandemic hit. And I was actually in, in Barcelona for Spanibus when the pandemic hit and they canceled oh, the day man. before and I had to fly. So everyone was 50,000 people were scurrying home to try and figure out how to get out of Barcelona. So that was, that was fun. But the, um, you know, not being able to travel was difficult, but I mean, luckily when it comes to the retail locations, a lot of the markets that we were focused on, we've spent, um, we've had multiple trips there driving the markets and doing the recon. And so we didn't necessarily have to go visit the sites. Um, I, I opened travel back up, I think about three months ago. And so I've been hitting it pretty hard and my team has been hitting it pretty hard. And so we, um, uh, we haven't really taken the foot off the gas. I mean, we've, we're, we're, um, you know, we've got a lot of people working around the clock to, to roll these stores out. We started the year with, with two and we've now got 18 different locations. Uh, we started rolling our lemonade brand out. So we've got three lemonade stores now. And we're, we're rolling that brand out nationwide as well. And I think, um, you know, that brand will definitely start getting a lot more notoriety. Um, you know, right now everyone and, knows cookies and sorry, go ahead. So, so lemonade is, is it more of a sativa focused store? If I read that correctly, that's really intriguing. 
Yeah. So Lemonade is a, is a, a wholesale brand, a product brand that we've had in California for a while and, and Washington as well. Washington's had Lemonade for, for a long time as well. And it is our sativa um, based strains. And so we created a, a retail concept from, from those strains the same way that cookies was created out of the cookie strains and um, had a retail concept created around, around different strains. And we've done that with Lemonade. Um, initially, in certain markets, we were just going to have a sativa-based menu at those stores. Um, but the first three that we've opened, we've got similar menus um, as our cookie stores. And we're not, we've got Indicas and Hybrids, and it's not just a sativa-based menu. It's a little bit, it's, it's, it looks way different. You know, it's, it's got a lot of yellows uh, and oranges and blacks and just different colors, different feel. Um, but it's, it's got, it's got a lot of, it's got some crossover, um, you know, in certain markets we'll have different types of menus at that store. Um, but it's, it's another way for us to bring something fun and exciting. And, um, in a market where we don't want to oversaturate the cookies brand, we're able to bring lemonade to and, and kind of get more coverage in, in a given market without watering, watering down our brand. Very cool, man. Well, I've asked you, you know, from the Florida standpoint, a couple questions just about joining our market. And, you know, it's a very, it's a big market, but a small community here. What's the most exciting thing for you guys or the team in general for approaching this market and being a part of Florida? Because like I said, we're excited to have you and we want to hear from you. I'm sorry, what was the question? What What are you guys most excited about joining the Florida market? I mean, you know, I've asked you about, I'm one of the people coming in telling you about our market, but you guys are the one who made the decision. I want to so, hear from you. I mean, it's, it's an easy one. I mean, it's the, it's the third largest state by population, you know, pre COVID you guys get 110 uh, million tourists a year. Um, you know, you got the flash of Miami and you've got other, other parts of the state that are vastly different. So it's very diverse. Um, you know, I do think, you know, rec obviously didn't get approved this go around, but I think there's a, a decent chance that, 2022 um it does go through and you know maybe it's 2024 um but you know once rec does hit you know florida is probably gonna be the second or third biggest market you know with texas ever I agree gets their act together and you know behind california and so it was a really easy decision and the, f- the fact that you now can open up unlimited stores um and cultivate unlimited products under the under one license it, it's a lot less brain damage it was a lot of brain damage getting getting it done but after you get it done it's it's kind of like a you know all systems go whatever you want to do under that one license and so you're not having to go and, and apply and and entitle and, and and do different things you you you've got the oh, Hey, Dan, we got you frozen here. I'm not sure if you can hear me, but I can't hear you. Hey, folks, we're uh, having some more technical difficulties here. Uh, we're going to wait a second to get Daniel back. Sorry about that. So he just chopped, he just popped out. He'll join back again. 
Uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying this interview. I, I know, you know, this is a little bit different from everything else that we do, but we're excited to have cookies down here in Florida. Uh, we're excited to expand on the market down here in Florida. As I've, I've told you for a long time, we've only had 14 companies here. We're excited to have 15 or 16th. I don't know at this point. I know that we're getting more companies in here and it's really exciting to see the Florida market mature. It's exciting to see a brand like Cookies come in who is a traditional recreational brand and join us here in Florida. So I hope you guys are excited about it as I am. Uh, hopefully Dan will join us back here in a second. He is in his hotel room. The man it lives on the road and he was nice enough to join us. Um, I know he had some technical difficulties with his laptop before. Maybe he'll go ahead and join us on his phone. So just give us a second to get going again here. Oh, there he is. All right. Welcome back, man. You had me uh, uh, dancing around trying to entertain everybody while you were yeah. gone. You're telling me I basically had a heart attack. Good old Puerto Rico, man. Uh, staying at the only five-star hotel on the island, and uh, apparently the Wi-Fi is not, not too good. No worries, man. Well, like I said, we're, we're really excited to have you. I know that you guys are excited about Florida. Um, I don't want to hold you up with those Wi-Fi issues anymore. But, you know, before we end up letting you go, what, you know, you guys are expanding like crazy. You're getting some landmark locations. You're going international. You're in 15 states, at least in this country. What is, what's the goal for this year and beyond? What are you most excited about for your cookies journey in the future? Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, it's just endless potential, you know, it, it's such a, uh, you know, branding and cannabis is such a new thing and, you know, we're not even federally legal yet. Every state's not even legal yet. Um, you know, all these countries are opening up. Um, so there's, it's just, it's honestly overwhelming, you know, you, it keeps me up at night just because there's so many new markets coming online and there's so much that you can do. And, you know, it's all about just keeping hyper-focused and staying in your lane and just doing your part, um, as a, as a small piece of a big puzzle and, um, you know, and just going out there and doing everything you can to expand the brand the best way possible. And by the way, I'm, I'm good on the internet now cause I'm not using Wi-Fi. I'm using my phone. So we're okay. <laughs> no worries, man. No, um, dude, listen, like I said, we're excited to have you in Florida and, so is there a, is there an ETA on how long so you guys are able to open your doors? I know that's probably a very loaded question on my part. Yeah, we obviously being the market being vertical, um, you know, we can't wholesale, we can't get wholesale products. So we've got to build out our cultivation. Uh, we've got to get our products to shelves, but we'll have, um, we've got retail locations in the hopper. Um, and so as soon as we have product that's ready to deliver to those stores, um, you know, we will be good to go. And so, you know, it's, it's anyone's best guess. There's a lot of different variables, but I would say, um, in, on the shortest time frame, we're probably nine months and the longest time frame, we're probably, you know, 15 months. All right. Well, 
I will sit here and wait patiently. Hopefully, I'll get out to the West Coast so I can sample some stuff before that happens, man. But we would love for you to check in with us as things progress, as you have the cultivation up, uh, stores start opening. We'd love to have you back and, and just give us updates on, on what's going on. Yeah, and please, please let me know when you come out to California. We'd love to host you at one of our stores. Absolutely, man. Well, I really appreciate you doing the show. I know this has not been the best environment on my side or your side with the technical <laughs> difficulties, yeah. but that's another reason why we're going to have to have you back on. We got to do this again. That. Maybe when you're, maybe you, next time you make it to Florida, we'll do it in person, and we'd love to have you to one of our cannabis lab events as well. I, I would, I would love that, um, and we'll be spending a lot of time in Florida. We've got a number of team members that are moving down to the state, so we're, uh, we'll be coming, we're becoming Floridians. Very well. We welcome you with open arms. We're excited to have you. And before we let you go, uh, let's let's get all the promotions out there. Any of the social media, the websites, or anything else that you would like to promote? Yeah, I mean, we've got um, Cookies Enterprises um, on Instagram. We've got Cookies Retail uh, on Instagram. All of our individual stores have their own Instagram, uh, and of course, you know, Burner Four One Five is burners instagram um and so i think those those channels and you'll pretty much get a good, good flavor um cookies california.com is our website and um we also have cookies.co awesome well thank you so much for your time and thank you everybody at home this has been another episode of elevate your grind we'll have daniel back and we'll check in with him as things progress we're all sitting here patiently waiting and we'll see you all next week thank you. next week Thanks. Next week.